Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. If you build it, he will. It's the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Friday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to The Skinny on Sports on this Garrison Financial Friday. Championship Friday. After what happened last night in Oklahoma City. Talk plenty about uh, the Women's College World Series Sooners taking home a third straight national championship. We got game three of the NBA Finals tonight. Ryder Cowan. See, you know Ryder. Killing it. Holy Moses. Have a couple of weeks here. Ann sent me a text this morning about the match yesterday. You made it albatross. I mean, how deflating is that? You're playing <laughs> match play. <laughs> <laughs> on a par five, you're like, oh, my, my playing partner or my opponent's in the trees. And he hits it not only out of the trees, onto the green, but makes a deuce on a par five <laughs> when you're already behind. Yeah. I mean, talk about the ultimate kind of shot. It's pretty obvious um, when you look at those results from that OGA junior stroke play, OGA junior match play. 4A golf was pretty good. Pretty stacked. Pretty good this year. So we got that. Obviously, Scotty's in the house. We can talk about, I mean, I guess we should have opened with, ole, 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 ole. (laughs) Here we go, baby. Here we go. That'll probably be the major topic. And the live golf. Do you have your number? No, there's no numbers on that yet. There's nothing. I've, I've combed and searched, and I think that the biggest reason why there aren't any numbers on that is I think that the FTC and and the uh, uh, Department of Justice and some of those federal regulators have not fully weighed in. Yeah, I don't know if this is so, really going to happen the way we all thought A lot of the 9-11 family members are really, and deservingly so. Yeah, it's all the that's PGA Tour's fault for politicizing it in that way in the first place. Well... Two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. We'll get there. He is not using the PGA Tour any. Listen, they're the ones that did it to themselves. Well, there, there was no sense in bringing that into this. It was always about the money. 
but in order to try to gain the PR side of it, then they just make themselves look like idiots when they take the blood money, the blood money. I think that the I think that the the most idiotic thing that they did was to announce this merger before they got it cleared. Yeah. I think that was the dumbest thing that they did out of, out of all of it. Mm-hmm. I think they just needed ratings for the Canadian Open. Now everybody's watching. Now that <laughs> see, now po- that Mike post round reaction, now that Mike Bocky is. <laughs> what did he shoot yesterday? I didn't even see. I didn't I, either. I didn't see it. Is the block party over? No, I don't know. I know he played really well in the U.S. Open qualifying, but didn't qualify. He ended up like sixth, and he needed to be top four, I think. Yeah. I never saw it yesterday. I don't know. What am I going to say? I mean, I've got a not, great. It's not like it's, he's, his his golf greatest moment is definitely a lot higher than my golf. Hey, don't moment. sell yourself so. short just yet. <laughs> Let's find him here. Got a ways to go. I guess you telling me there's still time. I guess maybe just it's easier to scroll to the bottom to find Michael Block now than it was. Yep. Back at the where is he? Is he dead last? Oh, there he is. Plus, oh, he shot. He's minus two today. He shot 77 yesterday. Uh, Turns out 77 is pretty good at ECGCC. It's not very good on tour. <laughs> Projected cut is minus one. He's plus three total. He's yeah, going to need to make gonna some birdies. He's going to have to start scrambling. Going to have to start scrambling. All right, so 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. There's already a shot at you guys uh, on the text line. And it's a question that I thought of last night watching the softball that I couldn't wait to ask this morning. I already know what it's going to be. What? Because somebody else asked me that last night. Go ahead, ask me. How many softball national titles would you trade in for one football All of them. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just trade the entire softball team for one football national? Oh, man. I'm going to get some hate on that What about you, Jared? Oh man, that's he a can, tough he's one. got daughters. I, I, I started, yeah, and I started getting texts last night and this morning, kind of tiptoeing around that same question. Maybe half of them. I like the success. <laughs> I like the success. Because, I'm going to be honest because with you. He's lying. He's lying. He would give up all <laughs> every of them. one of them. I can he, tell the look know, on his man. face. Yep. I don't know, man. Hey. I'm at my kids are at such a, a okay. formidable age right now where they were actually asking me because like I said off air we were playing softball last night so we weren't watching we well we were <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were on their phones but we'll come in between innings and my daughter's asking me what's the score what's the score what's the score as soon as we got home she wanted to watch the replay we stayed up late and watched the replay and without me even saying let's watch this well, and that's, that's cool. big for me that's cool. but yeah to see the have her see success at like yeah, that, that at a high really level cool. especially at a school that we root for but you to, to answer your question I mean, I, <laughs> listen it's getting to the point i'm almost 40 i'm driving around a porsche right now uh, that screams midlife crisis i'm starting to question am i going to see another national title in football at this rate so I, I i i would like to see one so i say maybe half of them sorry patty <laughs> I, I maybe maybe half of them just to get one so give me one more yeah I didn't hesitate last night either, and there were a couple of women around, and I got in trouble. I don't care. Here's another question. How many more will she win before football wins one? Oh, She's going for the record. She's going for the all-time record. I can guarantee you that. Well, she's just one behind that. (sighs) That hurts. But the way that you said it, before football wins one. Before football wins one. That's the question on the text line. How many more (laughs) will she win before football wins one? 
Well, I mean, I've got the I've got the hopes, and I see the recruits, and I'm hoping that that Brent's turning the ship around, and maybe in the next three years, I don't know, we'll see. Okay, see, I was going to say, I mean, if you just in your so wildest, so that means she wins. So that that means <laughs> she, she wins at least two, two more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what stop? Record her? is twelve. I thought it was eight. Coaches, coaches Two. who've won, Scott. Coaches, not teams, right? It's yeah, coaches. coaches. I think personally, she's going for the personal record, and the record is eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for a program, yeah, coach. For it's a program eight. is twelve. Yes, Mike that's Andrea right. at Arizona won right. eight. She's now at seven, tied one of the. Did you realize that the UCLA coaches that were on there, they were co-coaches for like three of them? Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Anyhow, she tied one of the UCLA gals. Sue Inquith, Inquith, so she was the one that had what seven. What kind of socialist organization <laughs> know, are crazy, they running at UCLA? Yeah. Oh, well, it is UCLA. They had 13 combined between those two UCLA coaches, but it said on the bottom of that, of that graphic, three were co. Co-coaches. What? That's not. That's Must have been okay. a young one taking over for an old one or something like that. Maybe. I guess. Like a Maybe co-manager so. or something? <laughs> okay, so enough of the softball for right now. I know what you want to talk about. <laughs> I know what you want to talk about. Oh. Is this really the moment? The moment that soccer takes hold in America. This is not the moment. Twenty six is the moment. The World Cup. The World Cup is the moment that soccer will really take hold and because yeah. it'll be in North America, a lot of it will be in yeah. in and the seems, United States, and it seems like the U.S. squad is is going to have one of their best teams ever yeah. going into that. They're going to have a good team. They're going to have a really good squad. But do they? Need, but France is going to have an unbelievable squad. So do they need the U.S. And we kind of talked about this too. Do they need a one guy like a Messi, like a, a guy that's a yeah, superstar I think in soccer that when they look at this guy and go, the that's guy, a good footballer. The right soccer player in the yeah, world. Yeah. I think that they do. And Pulisic is, you know, he's elite, but he's not Mbappe or, or Messi or Neymar. Ronaldo, Ronaldo yeah. Or any yeah. Of those he's not one of those guys. He is elite, but he's not one of those guys. But yeah, 50 million a year for 125 to 150 million for two and a half years. And he gets part of the streaming rights. Yeah, he gets a lot of profit sharing out of this deal. He gets deal. profit sharing from streaming. Yep. For it. Yeah, not just that, from Apple. That's from Apple, but yeah. there's some others too. Yeah. So that's what made this deal work and very attractive for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the money he turned down from the Saudis was off the charts. Yes. Yeah. So he has. <laughs> so but now you know why. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean,. I don't know. The Apple has been saying that they're really happy with what they're seeing from the the, the streaming ratings on on MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not ashamed to say that I don't have it because I don't know if you saw it like I in our little Facebook squabble, mm-hmm. but it's not the premier product. Right. I'm I'm not gonna. I have not watched a single XFL game. Bob Stoops fans out there that are saying, oh, my gosh, Stoops won the championship. Hey, good for him. I didn't watch a single one. I watched one full one, and it was that last one. Yeah. There's nothing else on. Yeah. It's- and I thought, oh, Stoops is coping a, coaching a championship game. It's Saturday night. 
Let me get in my chair and watch. But that's it. That, uh, you that really was, had a lot uh, going on on Saturday night. There huh? was nothing. It's a rare <laughs> Saturday night off. I can tell you that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to – I do watch Premier League. I get up on Saturday morning and I sit down and I watch Premier League. Um, and that's what I'm going to watch until the United States soccer is is at the level that those guys are at. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's a, the major problem that I see with it taking hold is as Americans, I mean, we're – we're spoiled or that of uh, the best mm-hmm. you know it's hard to get people to not watch th- something that's not the best and right now mls is way behind a lot of those european leagues absolutely and so it, it's not only to me uh, you know the national team everybody can kind of rally around that but it's once every four years maybe every two if you put in the olympics in there too but on a on a day-to-day basis or on a season-to-season basis mls has got to step its game up to try to to at least get in the atmosphere so, of so what those others are. Theory? Go ahead. Okay. What were we talking about by the NFL here just a while back? Expanding the yeah, Europe, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Premier League soccer is not a you're part of the Premier League. You win your way into right. Premier League soccer. Gotcha. Where'd Messi go? Miami. East Coast. Mm-hmm. Not far. I think you're gonna see Miami, New York, I think you're going to see a big push of some of these MLS teams try to work their way into the Premier League. I see, and that that right there, if that does happen, Be now, cool. oh yeah, then you get people, you know, you get people coming and watching and paying attention because now all of a sudden what you have in America is on that level of what they have over there and yeah. playing with it, playing on it. And and that can only help the quality of the U.S. men's team as well, because if you get to play in that arena against that competition, you have to be better. Absolutely, and I think that's the one thing that's missing. It's that last missing piece to me for the men's national team is that constant competition at the highest hey, level. Americans want to be. We don't want to win the Division Three. No. Blah blah blah. No. We don't. The World Cup. Yeah, don't care. We want to win all of it. We we want to be the premier champions. We want to be the the top of the line. You know, so that is, I have not thought about that ever. But that is a really interesting thought. Yeah, to have one of those teams, to have a couple of those teams try to, you know, relegate somebody down and take their. That's really interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, they already play friendlies against European right. teams. So we'll we'll see what happens. Did you? How would you like to be a? Uh, Miami season ticket holder right See, now. See, that's where I was going to go. The one the one numbers that I have seen is as soon as that announcement was made on the secondary ticket market, the prices for that for that his first match went from $81 to like $460, which exceeded game 3 of the NBA finals. You it was cheaper to get into game 3 <laughs> of the NBA finals than it will be to get into Messi's first home match in Miami. The next week he plays in New York. They went up 1,216%. Sheesh. Well, if the air quality gets better, he'll play in New York. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm looking at the schedule. Is there any chance you'd maybe go down to Austin on July 1? <sighs> There's a definite possibility. There's a <laughs> Get your tickets now because of what we just said about well, ticket yeah, prices. They're already ooh, up. A, a trip to Nashville on August 30th. That there could be go. fun. That, ooh, Nashville on August Kansas 30th. City, Kansas City on September 9th. See, there you go. Nah. <clears throat> no? Now you're talking. Yeah. 
Kansas City September 9th would be awesome. Yeah, I wonder what. How about uh, Cincinnati on October seventh? Wonder who the Chiefs got that week. Ooh, go they, up there and have a just a sports weekend right there. I can tell you. Could that outdraw the Chiefs? They're going to. I, I can tell oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be playing that Thursday because that ought that's to, still that ought weekend. to be the opening weekend. Yeah, so they would right. play Thursday. That is correct, sir. <clears throat> that is there correct. So they'll play Thursday. And I wonder if they'll move that game nine seven to Arrowhead. See, that's another question. Are, will a lot the, of these move to the to the NBA or NFL stadiums, like in Nashville or, like you said, Kansas City? Hey, it's all about what we just talk about about the PGA Tour. It's all about the money. If you tell me, hey, Kansas City's got a forty thousand seat soccer stadium, and they got an eighty five thousand seat NFL arena, I'm gonna tell you right now where they're gonna play. Because I asked yesterday, would they move a lot of the Miami games into to the Hard Rock Stadium? Yeah, where the yeah, Dolphins. That's a great you know, well, you go from ten grand to sixty five grand because that's all they've got in their their soccer arena. It's like just, is that all they it's, have? It's just 10, a little uh, near eleven grand. Wow, that's part of the reason why the tickets are so high because the yeah. demand. I mean, but, and, but that's one thing you run into as far as the. I mean, yeah, you sell more seats, but can you sell them at that pre? Like you almost have to look at the numbers. If you've got thirty thousand soccer seats. Versus seventy thousand football seats. Well, if you sell them for enough, you don't need that many. Yeah, you know so what I mean? Supply and demand. It, there's that's no doubt. How about this? I'm just looking at the. Does anybody know who the Chiefs are playing the first game? Yeah, it's um, Jacksonville or no? It's, it's like um, Jacksonville second. This is shocking. No, I know this. Um, I thought they normally played like, like you know the, the Super Bowl. Right. It's Detroit. Detroit, yes, yeah. The Lions. When I saw that, what, what did Detroit hey. do to get this? I, here's your layup, Kansas City. I they were saw on. the other day. You say that. Here's your talking, rings. They and your were layup. talking Detroit up big the other day. They were really talking Detroit up. They are the betting favorite to win the NFC North. There you go. That's that's insane. Can you bet the field? There's no way they've done that since Barry Sanders left. There's no way they've been the betting favorite to win the NFC North. Is that because the 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 exodus of Rodgers? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Chicago's just a Hey, I'd like it. Fire. I'd like it for <laughs> I'd like it for Jared Goff. I really would. Isn't it? And, I, and, and nobody likes Cousins, so nobody gives Minnesota, nobody gives Minnesota any. <laughs> yeah, they just wave yeah. their running back. It's really sad to me that that Chicago that the, the Chicago Bears are one of the biggest for the last twenty years, twenty five years yeah. has been one of the biggest dumpster fires of a franchise that you can see. Okay. Oh, that was the other thing that I was going to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, yeah, 1993 was the last time. The last there you time go. That, that Detroit Barry. won. They've only won it three times. 1993, 1991, and 1983. They very well could hold a parade just for that. I think they've only won one playoff game, haven't they? Have they even won one? I think Barry won one playoff game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat Dallas, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Man, look at me today. They did. 1991. Must have drank my super greens this morning. (laughs) My brain's actually working pretty good. Hang on a minute. Let's go down through here. Yeah, it's looking like you're right. So talking about oh my gosh. talking about I know you guys have already moved on to NFL. <laughs> Funny how that works. So I didn't know this until I read it this week. David Beckham, when he got his contract, when he came to LA, I, I read a lot. Did read you read the, this too? Yes. Part of his contract was that he got a massive rate cut on buying a franchise 
the next time MLS expanded, which was Miami. Mm-hmm. Jared, what percentage of a rate cut do you think he got? Like 25% keep, off. Keep going. 50? Keep going. Surely not 75%. Keep Eighty. going. The uh, franchise licensing is $500 million. He got his for twenty five. Wow, twenty five million. I, I I read a whole bunch about this. I, I didn't even know he was the owner. Until he's this a part happened. owner. Yeah, he's, he's a part, part owner but, with two guys in construction, mm-hmm. probably waste management too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I wonder how much is the fact that he is involved in that. How much did that play a part into Messi choosing All to come it. there? I, he, I think so too. When he when they announced that he was buying that, Messi tweeted. When when it was announced that Beckham was buying that league or that team in Miami, Messi tweeted, "Maybe you'll give me a call in a few years." Yeah, I think this Which, has been about a two year process of recruiting him, and, and he was miserable in Paris because they never won a single. Uh, they were eliminated in the round of sixteen every year in the Premier League, mm-hmm. and Mbappe is the other star. Well, Parisians aren't going to boo their national superstar so it's got to be somebody else's fault so mm-hmm. they always booed Messi. they they really didn't they didn't respect him at all so yeah and also reading between the lines it seemed like his wife was really kind of spearheading it as well yeah Instead, well there's a huge argentinian mm-hmm. no doubt well, and, i mentioned and, that the culture in miami is yeah is diverse and you know there's a lot of international flair i mean down it's there. Oh, i mean it's kind of a spanish-speaking city yeah quite frankly yeah Mm-hmm. And then she was way, I mean, for obvious reasons, way against Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah, can't blame her there. Here's your hood, hon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's still light outside. You can't, you, you can't, you can't leave the house. Wow. You got to stay in the, uh, you got to stay in the palm tree. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. It's it is pretty exciting though. I just hope. You know what it reminds me of? And I wasn't alive when this happened, but I've seen kind of videos or documentaries about it. But it reminds me with his age of like when Pele came to the cosmos. Yeah. And that was more of a ceremonial type thing Victory as opposed lab. to, yeah, as opposed to seeing, but having said that he's also coming off of being the MVP of the world cup. Yeah. Just what, yeah, he's two, not washed up. He's not there yet. I mean, he, he may not be the messy of 10 years ago, but I don't think he's, his, his skills have degraded to the level of where Pele was. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. He's um, he's Tom Brady in his last couple of years in in New England. Yeah, which was he good enough. He still commands the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still commands the field. Still dictates where the ball goes and when. But there's definitely been a drop in athleticism. Sure. Which is you know the good thing about it, his game was never about athleticism. It nope. was always about genius and and, yep. and skill. Yeah. What's going on down? Kind of like you and I on the radio. Right? Yeah, really. I mean, just yeah. genius and skill. That's what we got to start calling this. <laughs> genius and skill. Well, I got my title for the podcast. <laughs> What's going on down at Garrison Financial, oh, Scotty? Oh, hey, we're, we're, we're doing well. We're having a good time. I uh, just love working with people that love to work with me. Um, trying to keep the, the pressure down and, and help people enjoy their retirement and uh, work towards towards enjoying their uh, their finances. So. Yeah. Will what will the announcement last night? How much is that going to affect the market? The announcement last uh, night, Trump being indicted and oh, arrested. 
Will that, will well, that... Which, how, which, how many times has this been? <laughs> yeah, yes, it's true. I mean, come on. <laughs> yes, that is true. That's hardly a blip on my radar, too. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this. Not even president. Probably He's probably been indicted more than any other political figure ever. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. a witch hunt yeah. in any way. Not mm. a witch hunt in any way. Did you have you seen Tucker on Twitter now? I haven't been paying much attention. He had his second show last night. I try not to. I try not to watch any of it. I, I'm pretty tired of both sides of it. Tucker is fire. Yeah. Now he's, now he's on Twitter. Now he's free. He'll he's fire. Chains, the chains are off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, man. It is entertaining. Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Last night's episode, he might have accused a former president of being gay. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I might Glo- have to check this stuff Gloves out. Gloves are off. Well, All right, guys. Thank you, Scotty. Hey, have a great week. It's Garrison Financial. It's Garrison Financial Friday. I'll tell you all about it. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email. 124 North Main is his location. You can do full financial planning. Shop the open market. Bring you the best value on your life insurance and your investments. Scott at SoonerWealth.com. We'll be back here in just a couple of minutes. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> skinny on sports. There's no crying in baseball. Whoa. Snuck up on us. We almost missed it. <laughs> Welcome back. Skinny on sports right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It is a Garrison Financial Friday. Scott was just in here hanging out with us. You know, I got to use, I should have told him this, dadgummit. I got to use some of his knowledge just yesterday. Did you? I did. Because a couple of weeks, either last week or the week before, when we were talking about the Women's College World Series, he had he had found the numbers as far as the economic impact oh, yeah. for Oklahoma City. Yeah. I got to use that yesterday. The, Jim and I were talking about it, and they had no. And I just texted Jim and said, it's uh, north of 25, south of 30 million. Somewhere in there. And then there you go. There you go. And so you got Scott, credit for Scott it. Scott learned you, us you, up. You didn't give Scott credit for it. You got the credit for it. I actually, he just said, oh, we just got a text. Somewhere between 25 and 30 million. And then there's a bunch after that. But so see, not only do we enjoy having him, but I pay attention to what he says. He learns us up on the uh, yes, he financial does. side of sports. He can do it for you too, as well. He'll manage your investments. But if you're one of those type of people that want to, uh, you like to manage things, but you're just not quite sure how to get it started. He can charge you hourly, build you a plan, and then you can manage from there. Works with all your accountants, streamline the, the tax ramifications, the returns. 
just everything that you need for your retirement years. Scott at SoonerWealth.com, 124 North Main Street is his address. He said, answer the question, did you give me the credit with Jim? I didn't take the credit with Jim. He didn't give you credit. He didn't give, he didn't me didn't the give credit. anybody credit. Yeah, he, he gave nobody credit. Okay. If he would have said, I would have texted him and said, I was the financial guy we have on every Friday that, uh, that, that told us that. And sure enough, it was exactly right. So that was awesome to be able to learn that. Um, man, last night, what a, what a funny, you know who I feel sorry for in a lot of ways? Who would that be? Florida State. Florida State is kind of like the Jazz were in the 90s. Or the Bills. Or the Bills of the 90s. Yes. Because they, they are an incredible program. But they've had they've won they've one. They've won one. They didn't get one. They've won one, which puts them ahead of those two teams. Sure. But they would be, you know, they, they would be looked upon as, as a dynasty, if not for Oklahoma. Right. And... I thought last night it, it, something that's probably <clears throat> maybe a little bit overlooked about OU's team because of the way that they dominate. But last night was a perfect example of the toughness of OU. I mean, no longer did they put up the graphic after um, Mac. Uh, what's golly? What's what's the girl that hit the home run for Florida State? She pitched. Yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah. Max, I can't remember yeah, her last name. Sorry. No, I mean she hit she hit the home run in the bottom of the fourth. Oh, you got the next out. They flash up the graphic that the Sooners only trailed for eight percent of the plays all year long. And what happens? They come back from commercial, and two hitters later, Oklahoma's ahead with back to back home runs from Sanders and Grace Lyons. And it just it underscores just the toughness, and, and we've seen comebacks from this team, most notably in the in the supers. Down three in your last strike. Hanson hits that three-run home run, and then OU goes on to beat Clemson. But I think that's a way underrated aspect of this team is just the fight and the toughness that they have as a squad. And and it's just it's an amazing team to watch. It really is. It's one of those situations where you won't realize you're witnessing history until it's history, right? Yeah, but I think but, you, but I think everybody does realize. I, I think it. so. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. And it's it's just unfathomable to think I mean, if you had told me ten years ago this is what the OU softball Leonard, program Mac Leonard gosh dang yeah if it's this would what the program would be like I kind of like what is this a movie I did this is fic, this is not this come give me a break this isn't gonna so it's unreal and it all starts Patty Gasso man I mean her story is awesome where she, you know they kind of recapped it rehashed it last night where they where she came from, had to take a pay cut to come to OU to be a head coach, got that title in 2000, and, and here we are in the, in the midst of a one of the do, most dominating sports runs of all sports, to be quite honest. It's amazing. Yeah, because <clears throat> I mean, she put you know Oklahoma on the map in 2000 with that national title. And then you know OU was good a whole bunch of those years leading up to 2013, but not anything near what it is now. And then all of a sudden, it's like the dam broke in 2016. It beat Auburn, then they went in 2017, now three in a row. It's just, 
I mean, it's it, it, and and they're just so good. Like you can almost feel. They're one of the only teams I've ever seen. Like even when Florida State got ahead, they even they almost still had that sense of inevitability. Like, yeah, this is fun, but. It ain't going to last. Did you see the shots of the Florida State dugout before the bottom of the seventh even started? Yeah. It was, They're already done. crying. Yeah. One of the announcers said, go, can't have that. Yeah, she, she was saying, you guys already lost if you're in there crying before the ball even throws a pitch. But that's that's the de- inevitability they, they Yeah, of it, exactly. Man. They knew. It's like, this is done. We're done. That's that's just the 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 inevitability, and it's and it's amazing that they're that they're able to do it in so many different. They're able. I mean, I, I think the stat was they led the country in everything. Yeah, hitting, ERA, fielding. You know, and, and they didn't. They, they played nowhere near perfect on defense during the series. Brito was terrible with a couple of errors. She made a base running error last night. But it's like all you know. With all that, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> They're just gonna win. And that's. I, I thought it was really interesting after it was over. When she finally admitted, what a, almost a relief, this is, because of all the pressure that mounted. And I think that's another underrated aspect of this team is, every single year. They go into the season. I mean, think about what's going to happen starting next year. What do you got? Fifty-three in a row, just to start the season. I mean, that pile that on top of everything else that you're going to have pressure-wise because it's Oklahoma. I mean, it's just amazing what they've been able to do, and I'm sure it's eventually there will be some sort of a dip. Right, but is that dip? What, what does that look like? They lose five games and win the national title, right? You know that's what's crazy about it. I mean, you got—I I saw the list last night somewhere. There's a, a big chunk of this team returning, namely Ball. You got Ball out there. You got to oh, have a shot to win every listen, game. When you Ball, Coleman, and and Jennings is a heck of a foundation. Yes. You know, and I wasn't ready, and, I, and now now's the time when you start talking about you start comparing championship teams to other championship teams. And I know that question was already kind of floating around before this was done, and I didn't want to even touch it or talk about it till after last night. But is this the best OU softball team ever? I don't think so. I wasn't ready to go there either. I honestly don't but think – I don't think they were better than last there, year. There's an argument for it because of those numbers, man. I mean, those numbers, the, obviously the record, their record is the best ever, the, the winning percentage best ever. I, and, and when I say team, and this, and this is why I'll argue for it, because those teams of the past that have won championships, I've always said this, you, they've had that one superstar, Jocelyn Allo, Kalani Ricketts, Lauren Chamberlain. List goes on and on, and, and pitchers too. Maybe Jordy Ball is that superstar on this team that stands out. But for me, this the offensively, it was a team effort up and down the lineup. The batting averages were awesome. I mean, your nine-hole hitter was almost more reliable than your one-hole hitter, if that makes sense. It was such a balanced lineup. 
So that's where I argue for that. Yeah, maybe they could be the best ever that that Gasso has produced. Yeah, I just, I mean, I maybe I don't think they don't. This team didn't scare. It didn't scare you like that one last year did. And maybe that's just simply the presence of Allo. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and and how much better that made everybody else, or how much pressure that took off of everybody else because of what she was. But I will say this. I don't know, even, you know, Kaylani Ricketts to Paige Parker to whoever else. I don't know that there's ever been an arm like what Jordy Ball is. Clear back to Jennifer Stewart in 2000. I mean, this, that, that, that's what may, that's where maybe you can make that argument because, yeah, they're not putting up the ridiculous power numbers that they did a year ago, but they also don't have to. They won in every way possible yeah, this yeah. year, whether it be by run rule, come from behind dramatic fashion in the seventh inning, or small ball. I mean, you saw a lot of small ball in this series. It was awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's an incredible team. It's one no one will forget. I mean, it's easy to to kind of get cloudy with what team won it that one year. You know, yeah, who is this there? is one that's going to stand out to me because of the winning streak. Uh, the, all that that I said earlier, this, the record setting. This is a record setting team that it's going to be hard to forget this one. Well, it's 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 hard to be better when you lead the lead, when you lead the nation in fielding, you lead the nation in hitting, and you lead the nation in pitching. I mean, it's hard to be better than that. And that's what they were. Uh, just in, you know, like I said, you almost feel sorry for Florida State because they just happen to be having their run at the same time as this. Where is – I actually saw a list last week, and it was talking about the the best coaches in sports, active coaches in sports. And they had Patty Gasso number one in all sports. Wow. College, pro, all of it. I'm not ready to go quite there. But she is not only making her place within the softball realm of things – She's starting to get on that list <clears throat> with the Sabins, with the Bear Bryants, with the you know Wooden. You know what I'm saying? She's starting to creep onto those lists of best college coach of all time. Period. Which is crazy to think where this thing came from to where it is now. Is that too premature? Is it? Are we are we overinflating? You know, just asking about the. I would love to know people's real thoughts. How many of these? Uh, yeah, it's cool. Sooner fans have then, and people have gravitated toward this sport and started to really, really love watching the softball team because they're easy to root for. When you go back and look at that video that we played a couple of week, uh, a couple of days ago, talking about their faith and and how much that that matters. There's kind of another one that went viral yesterday. Yeah. and so. I mean, it's 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 not necessarily a flash in the pan because people have been gravitating toward this since 2000. But, I mean, it, it almost feels weird to say, okay, I'm putting Patty Gasso on the same level as Nick Saban. I think it's deserved. She's won seven titles, for crying out loud. I think she absolutely deserves to be up there on, on, that, uh, on that tier of, of coaching, all-time coaches, sure. At the collegiate level. 
Yeah, I, she is dominating this sport like no one has ever have. And and say that sentence with other coaches. Nick Saban did that. Bear Bryant did that. Uh, Gino over at UConn did that. Yeah. W- Wooden at men's basketball did that. Patty Gasso's doing that. So she needs to be in that conversation, absolutely. And it, it just seems to me, it's just crazy how fast it happened. Because you win in 2000, it's like, oh yeah, and then you know, go to the series, but it's not, you know, the expectation isn't a national title every year. Then all of a sudden, 2013, you win, and then from 16 on, I mean, it's it's like a letdown if OU doesn't win it all. Yeah. Something uh, senior friends are going to have to wrap their head around can't win them every year and there's going to be that what happens if next year she gets to the world series and heck even gets to the championship series and they lose what's the reaction going to be kind of like alabama reacts when they lose a national title in football (laughs) the expectation's so high i mean i'm having a hard time believing they're ever going to lose a game again it's kind of hard i know it's like it's like why i'm not ever picking against them until i actually see them lose a game is it bad for the sport? Nah, it never is. Never. Some of the questions you heard, you know, there's some defect, you know, some people. It's who wants never, to throw, you know, it's never your bad. aunts at a picnic, you know. They're the, the Debbie Downer at Disneyland. What? And she, she her post game, uh, there's a great article on front page ESPN. I, I was able to read a little bit of it before um, we started, but she gave great answers to it, like asking, you know, critics about her taking top transfers she goes well who wouldn't that's my job Mm -hmm. i have scholarships i have openings who wouldn't take them what are you gonna do turn them away she doesn't have to apologize for that oh no no and that's why the train just feels like it's on the tracks and never going to be derailed do we criticize ceiling girls basketball because they're they're they've been dominant forever no I think we're we're enamored by it when we go and watch them, because mm-hmm. we're in the presence of greatness and we're watching something that's setting history. But we're fans of the sport, you know. And she kind of said that too. She goes, "I think people who who enjoy the sport, who enjoy sports, respect what's going on here." Yeah, and then and and here's the truth of it: if you're anybody else, whenever whoever it is that wins the next national title that's not named Oklahoma, if you don't beat Oklahoma to do it, it's going to feel a little hollow. A little bit. That's that's what, that's how the pedestal that they are on right now. Like, what if Jordy Ball gets hurt, and and that's what knocks out OU of a running for a national title, and then someone goes and wins that national title? There's, if people can go, well, that's the year Jordy Ball got hurt. Or, I mean, <laughs> or even if it's just – if you don't win that series next year, the year before, whatever year it is, if you're not winning that series against OU, it's going to feel a little bit hollow. That's yeah. just the truth yeah. of it, right? Yeah. That's that's where they're at. And as but Georgia much, felt pretty good beating Alabama, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But they, you know what? If they'd have beat TCU the first, there still would have been, eh, okay. Right. Bama wasn't there. Right. But since you got to beat Bama. Like who won it on the the kick six year? Who won the title that year? Florida State beat Auburn. <laughs> they beat Auburn. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there are some people that, well, of course. you beat Auburn. You didn't beat Alabama. You know, I, I, <laughs> Alabama I, didn't get in off of a fluke play. <laughs> I, I think that that's why people respected Clemson so much. Because they were, they were they the were ones that stood toe-to-toe yeah. and beat Alabama. Right. And for good reason. I mean, that's that's a lot where this is right now in the sport. Um, when I mean, so I'm looking at the looking at the roster. They they're going to have some holes. It's hard to it's hard to tell you know what senior means. Like, is there still COVID or you know all like that kind six, of stuff? Yeah, six whatever. But if you just look at COVID. seniors, Riley Boone's a senior. Grace Lyons is a senior. Starocco's a senior. Kenzie Hansen's a senior. Uh, Grace Green, which we didn't even see her this year. <coughs> She's somebody that has played roles in the past. Uh, uh, Torres is a senior. Haley Lee's a senior. You know, that's a that's a bunch of that lineup. Mm-hmm. So maybe next year. Could see some growing pains. Could see. But you have, you know, you know, you, two, you also two see losses. a bunch of freshmen. I see two losses and not one. <laughs> yeah, and then I just got a text, and here's another thing with the, the way they are, and and this seems like the the transfer portal is this way. If you can't beat them, join them. Yep. You know. Yep. Fully expect uh, candidate to be a sooner <laughs> next year. <laughs> I was thinking about the gal from Indiana. They did um, get. I. It's hard to follow recruiting for soft you know there's not major services for that but i've seen some texts and they've they've got some some highly high recruits as expected to come on in and i mentioned yesterday i think it was that jocelyn erickson girl oh, yeah. i think she's going to be a, uh, the next star at the bat anyways what every time i've seen her bat this year she does not look she has the confidence of a senior mm-hmm. she does not look like a freshman she's not afraid to swing it and she hits the ball hard when she does when she makes solid contact keep an eye on her but uh, yeah i mean it's this is a machine i mean it's not a ma- about uh rebuilding it's reloading so oh, i'm yeah. really i'm anxious to see what what the what the reload looks like that i mean but there are <clears throat> key pieces coming back too like you mentioned sanders is back erickson you just mentioned is back you know nicole may's still there <laughs> jordy's still there jennings and coleman are still there brito is back yeah and ball is back. Yeah. It's um man. It's an incredible run. There's no doubt about it. I admit I immediately bought a t shirt last night. Did you? <laughs> There's a lot to choose from. Didn't it didn't it seem I just got this text earlier. Didn't it seem pretty crazy that how fast ESPN cut away? You weren't watching it live. No. Yeah. But as soon as the well, prayer circle hit, it was see ya. Yep. Yep. We'll be back. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to 
to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back to this Garrison Financial Friday, wrapping it up for the week here on the Skinny on Sports. 98.1 FM, the sports animal. What uh, we got going on this weekend? Uh, you guessed it, softball. Got the end of season tournament for the ten U girls, so we'll be doing that tomorrow and Sunday. That's that's it. Well, actually, tonight too, we we finish up our eight U tournament. It was rained out on Sunday, so we're going to be starting that up uh, with the semifinals and hopefully play just two games if uh, if you're on the winning side bring home a championship and a birth the state. So it'll be tough, though. There's some good teams left. The four teams that are left are really, really good. But then the 10U will focus. So, you know, we'll, uh, we were at softball last night, tonight. Four days out there at the Five Flex <laughs> in a row. So that's all I got. How about you? Same thing? Yep. Same. Same. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a warm one. I know. I'd gotten so used to like 78 right? degrees. Wasn't it Last nice? night was a little steamy. We had a yes. 5.30 game. Yes. And it was a little – I was anxious to get to our 8 o'clock game because I knew the sun would be creeping down. So with the temperature, and it was. Once the sun went down, it was real, It was gorgeous. But, yeah, this weekend liable to be hot. But that's okay. It's June. It's June in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. I think it's going to get there. Yeah, here's I've got a picture right here. We were talking off the air about the softball team went to Toby Keith. Yeah. And here's a picture of Toby. Doing some karaoke up there with Toby <clears throat> Keith. It says Toby Keith just told the crowd that he bought a racehorse and he's going to name it Seven Natty Patty. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's pretty good. That's beautiful. Any interest tonight? Game four? NBA Finals? Oh, enough to just check it on my phone. Like I said, I'll, I won't be near a TV, but sure. Interested to see if Miami can adjust and if their crowd can adjust. But I fully expect Denver to win. How about you? Yeah, I mean, it's. It, you're, I think maybe we're finally seeing the fact that Miami's an eight seed and Denver's a one seed yeah. catching up because it just feels like Denver's so much better than Miami. I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised because no one's going to admit they're wrong, and no one's going to admit they're wrong for the reason that they're wrong. But isn't it interesting that one blatantly racist comment from Kendrick Perkins has taken away what could be one of the most all-time historic seasons in NBA history, and that's Jokic. I mean, think about if he's the three-time MVP and having the playoff run and the finals run that he's on right now. Just where this season, where this puts this season is in the pantheon of great seasons in, in, in NBA history. But it's always going to be a little bit lacking because he wasn't the MVP. Mm-hmm. And that's, cl- that's simply because of a racist comment made on ESPN by one Kendrick Perkins. Right. 
Yeah, it's sad. That's just the world we it live really in. It really is. I mean, it's sad. It's the world we live in. Unfortunately, it's that's how it's steered. And I think Perk knew exactly what he was doing when he said it. Oh, and, and everybody couldn't wait to glom onto it. Right. Because of their thoughts as well. I mean, it's just, it It really, that's the one thing that's kind of tarnishes what he's doing, is that he isn't the MVP, and he's not the MVP just because of a racial comment. I think Stephen A. Smith called him a, I, think, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, I think I could say this on the radio, a fat tub of lard. Yeah. If, if that I was, mean, if that was the other way around, that's... Oh my gosh, I mean, somebody would be fired yeah. and, and probably thrown in jail. Well, why should you shouldn't call anybody a fat tub of lard? Are you kidding me? Be a professional, Stephen A. Uh, that Jokic ship. is a professional. He's a former MVP, a deserving MVP. He's playing the best basketball of his life on the brink of bringing a world title to Denver. But you for, call for him, the first time for ever. the first time ever, and you call him a fat tub of lard. Makes no sense. There's no there's no reasoning behind that. And I love to see the response. Like there's a video and there's a response of Reddick just totally defending Jokic and making Stephen A look like a clown. And you know what's pretty crazy about the whole thing? It's like you see him ask when they, they told him after game three, you know, you just did something nobody else has ever done. What do you think? And he goes, I don't care. We won. It's all that matters. And and I believe him, you know. Some of those guys kinda act like that and then you're like, Yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah, they're more for yourself than the team. But it, it, it for some reason, he seems genuine about it. He like, does. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, this is cool. And we won. That's all that matters. Speaking of winning, a young dude that used to live here oh my. Yeah. is doing some winning right about now. So, so, what, so, yeah, I saw the post, but break it down for us. All right, so Ryder Cowan, what, two weeks ago, won the state stroke play in a playoff down at um, at the Territory. And then this week, so he wins in a playoff the junior stroke play. Shoots 63-65, 14 under for two rounds at Lincoln, then wins a playoff over Parker Sands, who shot 62-66. I mean, think about that. You go in there and you shoot 62-66 and you don't win. It's <laughs> a pretty tough break for that guy. Yeah. So Ryder wins that, and then the top 16 from that junior stroke play go into the junior match play tournament, of which he won yesterday as well. So in, what, two weeks, two and a half weeks here, he's put three different OGA trophies on his mantle with the state stroke play, the junior stroke play, and now the junior uh, match play championship. Uh, he, and, and when you look at the results from yesterday – Every, so he, he played his teammate, Bryant Polehill, in the finals. And then in the – so that was the 16 to 18 age group. Mm -hmm. Then you look down at the 14 and 15-year-olds. <clears throat> the winner was Ben uh, Lathrop. He was the freshman at Heritage Hall that was the runner-up in the 4A tournament over there at Weatherford. So the top three dudes in that tournament are all either playing in the finals or winning the thing. And, you know, you kind of got that sense at Weatherford that week, like, man, there's some really good players here. And now you look on a statewide level, yeah, sure enough. And what a perfect time, if you're Ryder, to kind of be going to OU. 
Took a little bit of a step back this year, making the national tournament, but not able to get into the match play for the first time since, gosh, at least 2016. And now with what he's doing, really, really good time to, to see him heading to Norman with a chance to you know really make a difference on on the squad. When um, I know there's a spring season and a fall season, so when is that fall? When is he gonna be swinging the clubs for the Sooners? In the fall, sometime. Yeah, like September. Yeah, August, September. Let's see. I had Sooner Sports pulled up. Be real anxious to see that going, get that going for him. Yeah, and it, and it just kind of, you know, when you look at that team and look at the teams that that Hibble has had, it's the the difference in the roster between what they're doing and what like OSU is doing. It is a stark contrast. Mm. OSU's kind of gone international with a bunch of their guys. And Hibble's right here in Oklahoma and Texas, getting the best one. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure he would take those guys. I'm not yeah. saying that. But, it, answer, it, right? but it does seem that the focus, though, of what they're doing is way more local with these, you know, it, it just feels like he gets the best player in Oklahoma every year now, which is an amazing thing to say with what they, um, with the, the tradition that is OSU. It, but it, it, it does feel like he gets that guy. Year in and year out, yep. and it's obvious who that guy was this year. And Ryder said it to Norman, but uh, congratulations to him. Just, it's a, uh, he's just been on a heater now. Wonder where else he's going. I'm sure, I can find that out. I'm sure, about to get a text. Oh, but. Uh, we'll get. Yeah, we'll hear all <coughs> summer. Yeah. You know, there's still the state am coming uh, with the OGA. Is that at Oklahoma City? Let's Wasn't see. that Oklahoma City last year? Ian Davis won. I think that was at Oklahoma City Golf and Country. Yeah. I don't know if they float that around. Yeah, yeah they move it around. Yeah, okay. it was at two years ago when Trace won. It was at uh, Cedar Ridge in Tulsa, mm-hmm. where the Live event was played. I'll tell you here in just one second. Okay, while you look that up, final note about college athletics: Did you see the stat uh, after the title won last night by OU? And I don't know how many as a school national titles they've won, but. Over 50% of them have been under the watchful eye of one Joe Castiglione. Yeah. Yes, we're going to give Natty Patty a lot of credit, obviously. But Joe C, is, he's had he's been under the watchful eye. Under his watchful eye, I've seen a lot of national titles come to you. Okay, so qualifying is at Muskogee Golf Club and Lincoln Park West. The state am is at Southern Hills. Southern Hills, okay. Yeah, June, July tenth through twelfth. So that's coming up here pretty quick. The mid am, you want to go play in the mid am? You can get these college kids out of that deal. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. That's at Quail Creek. Quail Creek. I had an opportunity to play there one time. It's pretty sweet. Very good, and. Speaking of uh, what looked like blowout series, maybe the NHL will give us a fun Stanley Cup final after Florida took yeah. game three last night. Do you see that stat? I think Florida, that's like the 10th overtime game in a row that they won in the playoffs. Really? Yeah, it's just it's second all-time behind the Montreal Canadiens. Well, don't go to overtime against Florida. They'll <clears throat> yeah, beat 10 you. straight. Canadians won 14 in a row from 93 to 98. Yeah, okay, USAM qualifying June 14th for riders. That's coming up next week. 
He's a stud, man. Yeah. It's an absolute Can't stud. Can't wait to see him in Norman. Yeah. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, the Stanley Cup was good. Kind of felt like it felt a little bit like the NBA Finals those first two games. Like Vegas was just going to trounce them. Right, it did. It did. I hope it. I hope it's extended. Oh, me too. You want that? It's good for the game. Good for the fans. Oh, and big series this weekend in baseball: Texas and Tampa Bay. Game one tonight. It's at Tampa Bay, though. At Tampa Bay. So battle for the best in baseball right there. Battle between the two best teams in baseball. How's that feel to say? Very weird. <laughs> I mean, they lost their uh, – I mean, they won the series against the Cardinals, but they lost game three, one to zero. And it was unfortunate because John Gray threw a gem of a game, but yeah. lost one to zero. Batch just went cold. Oh, he's qualifying down where uh, Uncle Tom and Aunt Brenda live in Granbury. Very nice. You can have Uncle Tom give you some pointers okay. where to hit it, where not to hit it. <laughs> My Brewers have a three game sweep ahead of them. Uh, Oakland. Hosting the A's. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> My Brewers have hit a little bit of a rough patch. We'll get it out of the way now and not in not in August. Nothing better to fix that than a three-gamer at home yeah. against the A's. <laughs> Thank you to Scott at Garrison Financial. Scott at Soonerwealth.com, 124 North Main is his address. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.